This is special reporter Dennis M. Roy with the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast with another special look into the mayor's office of Kenosha, Wisconsin. There is swath. We've had more than 3,000 calls since midnight last night. We've got every man in uniform on the streets, and I am still shorthanded. we got meter maids chasing ghosts all over Midtown. There's this shell thing over the Manhattan Museum of Art. We can't make a dent. Have you tried dynamite? Oh, what the hell's going on? It's pandemonium out yes, there. Yes, I, I know. We're working on it. Great. While you're working on it, I'm going down in history as the mayor who let New York get sucked down into the 10th level of hell. All right, we've got no choice. Call the Ghostbusters. Wait. Uh, now, I'm, I'm sure there's another way. Jack, I spent an hour last night in my bedroom talking to Fiorello LaGuardia, and he's been dead for 40 years. Now, where are the Ghostbusters? They're not available. What do you mean, they're not available? Well, I had them committed to the psychiatric ward at Parkview Hospital. You what? They were threatening to go to the press. I was protecting your interests. Yeah? Uh-huh. Well, you can stop protecting my interests. You have exactly three minutes to really? clear out. You're fired! But the election... Remove this You're man from the building. Mr. Mayor. Get me the I, Ghostbusters! Get there! What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Find me on Facebook for the time being until I get kicked off at Dennis M. Roy. And if you care to make a donation, go to Venmo and find Dennis Roy. Dash 14, if you care to donate to the podcast or the material that I have provided. Uh, Also, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz uh, for the podcast. The more people, the better. Love it. Love it. I love the interest in it. Had a lot of uh, peers to be new subscribers this last week, so that is fantastic. Uh, anybody who is interested, yes, uh, we are okay up here in Wisconsin. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. So, um, did a 10 team super flex on Saturday night. Um, full point PPR going to take a look at the draft results in there. And, uh, Kind of just see where players are going. Understand with the super flex that your quarterbacks are going to go a little bit higher than usual, uh, especially in this format where quarterbacks actually score a bit more points, so people kind of get attracted to that. Um, Understand that when somebody does raise the points at certain positions where 
for instance, in this one with quarterbacks where they actually get a point per every 10 yards passing, um, that affects all quarterbacks. So we don't really change our rankings on anything. Um, <clears throat> still tend to wait a little bit on quarterbacks. Uh, 10 teams a little bit different than 12. You can reach a little bit on a quarterback, and it won't harm you that much. Um, but uh, let's, uh, without further ado, let's kind of get into this. Uh, I was drafting from the three spot in this draft, so we'll kind of run down the list per round and talk about uh, everything here. Uh, pick number one was, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Saquon Barkley. My pick at three, Zeke Elliott. Uh, four was Alvin Kamara, so no real big changes there. Five was the first quarterback off the board at Patrick, with Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> Not surprising. Um, and then six was Delvin Cook. Seven, Lamar Jackson. So both quarterbacks that are projected for the second round actually went in the first. Uh, Derrick Henry went eighth. Michael Thomas at nine. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire went with the last pick in the first round. Now, I will tell you that Team 10 was actually on auto-draft, uh, so that was fucking fantastic. Um, so we had the two quarterbacks go in the first round. It's not surprising. Um, I was actually kind of expecting a little bit more. We'll have to see what happened in the second round, see if we had any more quarterbacks go. Um Michael Thomas slipping all the way to nine was great value, especially for a full point PPR. Uh, Derrick Henry, unsurprisingly, has gone up in the rankings, um, so he did go behind Delvin Cook. I do like Joe Mixon a little bit more at that spot, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Lair, like I said, is getting drafted way too high for a rookie. Um would definitely take a shot on him in the second round if he fell, but it's looking like CEH uh, is going to just go in every first round. So don't be surprised if you want him. Uh, I wouldn't recommend taking him, but uh, certainly understand why uh, people are drawn to him with the job <clears throat> being solely his without Damian Williams in Kansas City. Round two, this is working from 10 to 1. Uh, you had Devontae Adams go one. Uh, Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, seventh pick in round two. Uh, my pick at the eighth pick in the second round was Aaron Jones. Uh, didn't really think he needed to slip any farther than there, even though I'm not as high on Jones, but if you're going to give him in the second round and pairing him with Zeke Elliott, I'm going to take it every fucking time. Ninth ninth pick in the second round went to a tight end in Travis Kelsey. Uh, not very much surprise there. In a 10-team league, you can take a little bit more risk on the tight ends in that spot, especially if you're going to reach all the way up for a Travis Kelsey. Dak Prescott went with the last pick in the 10th round, or pff, last pick in the 10th round, the 10th pick in the second round. Um, so now we have our top three quarterbacks as far as ADP are off the board. Get into round three. We have Chris Godwin, Kyler Murray. So there goes the fourth uh, quarterback off the board. Uh, Miles Sanders as my pick. 
felt he has dropped a bit too much. So you're looking at the 23rd pick overall. If you're telling me at the end, near the end of the second round in a 12-team draft, I can get my hands on Miles Sanders. I'll take it every fucking time. I don't care about the lower leg injury. He has had a couple of weeks uh, before the regular season starts. And it sounds like everything's okay there. Austin Eckler went fourth. Allen Robinson, fifth. George Kittle with the sixth pick in the third round. So there goes our top two tight ends here now. Uh, Kenny Galladay with the seventh pick. Kenyon Drake with the eighth. Uh, that's, we're going to have to pay attention, like I said, with Kenny Andrake uh, appearing in a boot. Uh, Jonathan Taylor reach here, ninth pick in the third round, and James Conner finishing out the third round there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, like I said, you're going to have a lot of reaches on there, especially for, like, say, myself uh, in drafts in Wisconsin. Uh, everybody loves Jonathan Taylor, so he'll probably get taken no later than the second round. Probably going to end up going in the first if I'm not. If if I'm reading the tea leaves, uh, he's definitely going to be some guy, a guy that people are going to want. Uh, getting a share of Aaron Jones too that late in the second round is probably not going to happen in, in one of my drafts. Uh, round four first pick would be Adam Thielen. I hate it. Uh, Cooper Cup, don't like it. Uh, Odell Beckham, fine. Chris Carson, A.J. Brown, a little bit of a reach there uh, for a 10-team league. Uh, 12-team league, he went in that spot, it's fine. Todd Gurley went next. Russell Wilson, fifth quarterback off the board. Uh, My pick, I followed that up with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm a bit higher on Deshaun Watson. I like him. I like him actually in the probably the Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray tier, uh, even though I have him in the next tier on my rankings. I will tell you that I have. I, and if you've listened to the podcast, we've talked, you know, almost all offseason. I still like Deshaun Watson. Ba- terrible defense. They're going to have to be um, playing from behind in shootouts uh, most of the season. DJ Moore with the ninth pick in the fourth round, and then Mark Ingram finishing out the fourth round. It's a little bit high compared to his ADP. Um, it's actually probably about two rounds higher, um, so it was a bit of a reach there. Round Start of round five, we had Drew Brees go off the board. That is a hell of a reach, um, but uh, probably not out of the realm of possibilities. Now Drew Brees will probably go somewhere in about the eighth to tenth round, somewhere in there. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, my pick, third pick of the fifth round was Mike Evans. He dropped a bit too far for my liking, even though I'm not as high on Mike Evans this season. You you know, because Tom Brady, I have questions with the arm, uh, but I'm not going to let him drop uh, farther than that. Amari Cooper, David Johnson, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, Melvin Gordon, who I expected actually to go a little bit higher in here because there's a couple of guys that, um, really, uh, they draft their big uh, uh, John Hansen guru guys in this draft, so I'm surprised he went that late. Um, that's part of the fantasy points site. Uh, DJ Chark, I was really hoping he was going to come back in the six, but and I was I was actually contemplating taking him with that third pick in the fifth round. Uh, but like I said, I can't let Mike Evans pass. 
passed me by there. Terry McLaurin finishes off the fifth round in the 10th spot. We come back around. We have Mark Andrews, uh, third tight end off the board. The start to six. Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton. I actually would have taken Cortland Sutton uh, before Woods and Lockett, to be honest. Carson Wentz, uh, Kareem Hunt, Le'Veon Bell fell to the seventh pick in the sixth round. That's way too fucking late. Way too late. Way too late. Uh, eighth pick in the sixth round, I took my second quarterback in Josh Allen. Uh, that was followed up by Tom Brady and Zach Ertz to finish off the sixth round. So we have four tight ends off the board. A lot of quarterbacks off the board. I, I think I'm the only one that had two quarterbacks at that time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I was very, actually very, very happy on that. I'm willing to reach in a 10-team league in a 12. I'll probably sit, I'd probably sit back a little bit more uh, on my quarterbacks. Um, but drafting out of three spot, usually I'm right about, I usually, it's funny. Usually I draft somewhere in the middle to late, uh, first round. So I'm used to doing a quarterback, maybe in that third round or a third, four, uh, turn around. Um, I was actually really happy to get Deshaun Watson in that four five turnaround. So. Um, I figured I, I had gotten enough value on Deshaun Watson that I could kind of reach up a little bit with Josh Allen. Two running quarterbacks, I, I really kind of dig that. And I am coming up a little bit more on Josh Allen, uh, to be completely honest with you. And I think that was reflected in my uh, tier rankings for the last update. Uh, round seven, you had Stephon Diggs, uh, Leonard Fournette, which was great value there. Uh, my third pick of the seventh round was DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Felt I couldn't pass him up there. So I got two, really, in my opinion, two top end, um, two actual number ones for their team. Um, I know Chris Godwin is going to be favorable in that slot spot for uh, Tom Brady, but uh, Mike Evans is a true number one wide receiver, even though he has his faults with his pass receiving um after dk metcalf Devonte parker came off the board so i was really glad to get metcalf there uh matthew stafford ben roethlisberger keenan allen tyler higby <clears throat> aaron Rodgers, and david montgomery so tyler higby follow following Ertz that follows that pattern where he's the fifth uh fifth tight end Overall, ooh, Toronto just took a lead, 5-3, leading Tampa Bay in the top of the seventh. Not good. Uh, David Montgomery, I hate David Montgomery. I will never take David Montgomery. That's why I was glad I grabbed the three uh, running backs early. Uh, eighth round, we have Baker Mayfield off the board, Cam Akers, who I was kind of hoping was going to slide down to me, uh, Daniel Jones, Marquise Brown, that's another guy. I was seriously thinking of taking him instead of DK Metcalf. Uh, but I am happy with uh, getting DK there, and you'll find out why later. Um, Ronald Jones, <clears throat> which to me I'm just going to stay away from. I'm staying out of that shit show in Tampa Bay for the backfield. Uh, Michael Gallup went, then Devin Singletary, which to me seemed a little high. Which means with eighth pick in the eighth round, 
I ended up taking Raheem Mostert. I did not want to dive into that backfield, but if you're telling me that Devin Singletary and Ronald Jones were going to get taken before him, I'm going to take Raheem Mostert as my fourth running back. I don't have to rely on him. I got three guys that should be considered studs. So to me, I'm willing to take a shot on him as a guy that can fill in for bye weeks and whatnot. Um, Very happy with where I got him, if I was going to take the shot at least. Uh, T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green finished off the eighth round. We get into the ninth round. You have Philip Lindsay, uh, which to me was way too high. Julian Edelman was a very nice pick. Now, third pick of the ninth round. This is my pick. I ended up, since I couldn't get my hands on Marquise Brown, I was going to take a shot on Will Fuller for Houston. I could pair him up with Deshaun Watson. Uh Definitely more of the upside type player, the the high ceiling, low floor type guy. I'm willing to take a shot every once in a while in my flex. Uh, Darren Waller was follow, followed me up there. I was glad not to bother with that. J.K. Dobbins. Uh, see, we're starting to get into more of the backup running backs here. That's why Mostert was really important there in the eighth round. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Evan Ingram, who I had my eye on for the next round. Um, but figured probably I wasn't going to get him. Uh, I almost took Evan Ingram actually instead of Will Fuller, but I figured why not? Why not wait a little bit more on tight end? And I'd be fine there. Uh, San Francisco's defense actually went in the ninth round, which was odd. Um, I don't know if he was getting into an auto draft, and I think he might have because you'll notice something in the next round. Um, so then we had Tyler Boyd. And Baltimore's defense, again, that was the actual auto-draft guy. Uh, he followed Baltimore up with Justin Tucker, the kicker, in the 10th round. This is how you can tell uh, when you got an auto-drafter in there because it fills your actual um, starting roster spots before it'll ever fill up your bench. Uh, Hayden Hurst followed up there. This is a bit, little bit of a reach versus an ADP, but I mean round 10. It is what it is. You can accept that. Uh, I do like Hayden Hurst for Atlanta. Uh, he is a bit risky, but you're not paying that much usually for him, so I think it's worth the shot. Uh, Harrison Butker went with the third pick in the 10th round, so that's when I, we started realizing that we have two auto-drafters in here. DeAndre Swift was next. Don't mind that in the 10th round. Deontay Johnson was a good pick in the 10th. Uh, Marlon Mack, Jared Goff. And then with the 8th pick in the 10th round, this is me, was Jarvis Landry. Uh, willing to take a shot on him there. It was between him and Marvin Jones who went next. Jordan Howard with the 10th pick in the 10th round. And ended up taking Matt Breida with the very next pick in the 11th round. So to start the 11th round, we had Matt Breida. Uh, next pick would be James White. Here's where I took my tight end, and I took Jared Cook. Got great value on him. Round 11, I'm willing to take a shot on there. I like him a bit more than Hunter Henry this year, even though I like Hunter Henry as a player. Uh, Cam Newton, Alexander Madison, Sterling Shepard, Tevin Coleman. So I didn't get to handcuff there. That's fine. We'll deal with that. Um, I didn't re- I didn't handcuff in this draft. We had low-end benches, and then, of course, they changed it up 
and now we can put in waiver claims for three more roster spots. So really kind of got fucked on that. If we, I would have known I had three more roster spots, I would have handcuffed uh, definitely. Ryan Tannehill with the ninth pick of the 11th round, and then to finish it off is Tariq Cohen. 12th round, Antonio Gibson went there. It's about the right spot, even in a 12-team league. Uh, Darius Slayton, who I had my eye on possibly instead of Jared Cook if I was going to wait on tight end. I was going to take another uh, wide receiver there. Uh, Darrell Henderson, Carlos Hyde, Michael Pittman Jr., which I like in the 12th round, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, and with the 8th pick in the 12th round, this would be me. I took my 5th running back in Adrian Peterson. Again, uh, just another guy maybe possibly to fill in for the bye week um, in ca- or in case anybody gets injured, I'm covered there. That's how you have to play it. You ca- if you're going to take starters instead of um, your backups, you're going to only use your guys that you selected after your main starters. You're only going to use them as bye week fill-ins and or if somebody gets hurt, always remember that. I always have to remind myself of that instead of getting fucking cute with it. Uh, Ninth pick of the 12th round was Rob Gronkowski and then CeeDee Lamb to finish off the 12th. Move on to the 13th round. You had Tony Pollard, so I lost another backup there. Uh, Most of these will probably end up getting dropped anyways. Boston Scott went with the next one so that's the it's kind of funny that's the philadelphia this this person is from philly and took boston scott when Corey clement is probably going to be the actual handcuff boston scott no more than a change of pace on third downs every once in a while round 13 i took the shot on debo samuel i don't necessarily have to use him i've got my stud wider my my perceived stud wide receivers right now. So I don't have to worry about Debo Samuel right away. Maybe the foot is good, maybe the foot's not. I could wait it out. Pick four was Carry on Johnson, followed by AJ Dillon. I really wanted to get Dillon in there, but like I said, I wanted to take a shot on Samuel since I had the luxury of doing it. Uh Nicole Hardman, followed by Joe Burrow who I had my eye on, Latavius Murray, Paris Campbell, and Mike Gazicki. Round 14, this is is pretty much the end of the real draft um, in here because most everybody was going to pick their defense and their kickers last. Um, That's another reason why I really hate the fact that we did not get our extra three fucking rounds because I would have waited on all of it uh, as far as kicker and defense. So round 14, you had Jamison Crowder. I was eyeballing him. Um, Phillip Rivers, John Brown, who I wanted to take a shot on too. Uh, Damian Harris got taken. He's the running back for New England. Uh, if Sonny Michelle ends up being on the pup to start, uh, you can look for Damian Harris, probably get the bulk of the carries there. Zach Moss, who I liked, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Greg Zerline. And with the eighth pick in the 14th round, I took my third quarterback in Gardner Minshew. 
I will take Gardner Minshew at the end of every super flex draft if I can. Buffalo's defense went, and then Jarek McKinnon, so I have no shot at backing up Mostert uh, for the most part. And then we get into round 13. We'll run through 13, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, round 15 and 16 real quick. Uh, Chicago defense, Will Lutz, Los Angeles uh, Chargers defense is the one I picked. Um, I am higher higher on the L.A. Chargers. I do like the defense very much. Uh, they are at full health, full strength for the most part. New England's defense went next. Uh, gave this gentleman some shit about New England's defense because they have no linebacking core. Still have a good secondary, though, and still have a good front uh, three. So they'll still be decent, but they're not going to be, you know, top five. Uh, or even a shot for top five, in my opinion, even with that division. Uh, Austin Hooper went next. Tampa Bay's defense, Minnesota's defense. Blake Jarwin got drafted. Auto loss. Uh, Kansas City's defense went next. Duke Johnson with the last pick in the 15th round. Then we finish it off with Kirk Cousins, Robbie Gold, the kicker for San Francisco, Drew Locke, Matt Prater, Young Ho Koo, the kicker from Atlanta, uh, Tyler Eifert, Jalen Rager, Jake Elliott, kicker for Philly, uh, Sam Darnold, and Zane Gonzalez. So, if I can get to my team here, I can run through. God bless America. For the love of God, can I go to my team roster i get to put in my waiver picks tonight so be doing that uh yahoo gave me a bullshit c plus grade which is fine usually i get a d um just because i didn't fill my team up at the very beginning uh or my starters i should say so here we go quarterbacks deshaun watson josh allen Gardner Minshew, <clears throat> uh, wide receivers, Mike Evans, DK Metcalf, Will Fuller, Jarvis Landry, and Debo Samuel. Running backs are Zeke Elliott, Aaron Jones, uh, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mostert, Adrian Peterson. Tight end is Jared Cook. Kicker is Jake Elliott. And my defense is the LA Chargers. And I'm telling you right now, that is one hell of a team. And the nice part is with IR spot, if he doesn't pl- if Debo doesn't play that first week, this could be great. I have four empty roster spots. Oh, that's right. That's right. I still gotta add stuff. So we do end up getting five IR spots, which is great. Um I'm gonna use them. He didn't say it was for COVID. Didn't say it was for COVID. But I'll probably only use them for COVID players anyway. So that would be my super flex draft. I thought it went very, very well. Um, very, very happy with it. Uh, hopefully you're able to follow along and kind of see where the draft spots are now. Well, like I said, most of your league, most of your leagues, your home leagues, they're just they're going to end up being... Uh, very running back heavy at the beginning. Um, so I would jump on the run 
if you can, but I wouldn't overpay uh, for running back, especially if you're getting stud wide receivers that are falling to you. So pay attention to that. Uh, we're paying down for our quarterbacks if we can. Uh, but definitely if you get a shot on a uh, high-end quarterback like the top five uh, within the first, uh, within, you know, by round seven, eight, I don't mind taking a quarterback up in there. Um, oh, what do we have here? We got something new that just came about. And I think this is Tyrell Williams. Raiders wide receiver Tyrell Williams has torn labor and will try to play through it. All right, so Tyrell Williams is off the board. <clears throat> that makes me like Henry Ruggs even more. Uh, Brian Edwards is definitely moving up and has been getting first-team reps in training camp. Um, we also have to take keep an eye on Nelson Aguilar. The moves up Hunter Renfro a little bit, but only in deeper leagues. So, um Brian Edwards is somebody that's the rook that's the other rookie that's the third round rookie. Um we're going to have to uh pay attention to that. So, what else we got here? Uh What are we going to see here? Nothing too much. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Well, Darnold has, still hasn't uh, gotten the hiv yet. Or mono. I mean mono. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Ooh, AK Shipley, AQ Shipley uh, reuniting with Bruce Arians in Tampa. That's a center. Believe he could play center and guard. Um, he just got signed with Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers today, so that line gets a little bit stronger, even if uh, Shipley isn't starting. So they're going to have really good depth in there. Let's see if anything else has popped up on NFL.com. Should probably pop up TMZ too. So. Well, look at that. Zero players tested positive for COVID from August 12th through the 20th. Very good. Very good. Very, very good. Teams that should make moves for Earl Thomas. They have the Dallas Cowboys, who have actually been rumored to be the front runners to go get him. Uh, Tampa Bay. Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, I don't believe, will have the payroll to do that. And the Chargers. If he signs with the fucking Chargers, man. Man, I'd be liking I'd be liking the Chargers even more. That'd be your I they would definitely be top five. Top five, especially when the fact that they're gonna keep that try to keep that ball on the ground as much as humanly possible. I love it. I love it. And you know what else I love? I love all of you guys. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, get the message out. If anybody who's listening does not have the <clears throat> Doghouse Fantasy Football Draft Guide, which is very simplistic, very to the fucking point, um, also comes with updates every week for your drafts, at least through next weekend. Um, 
I'll have another one out on Friday. I'm going to try and get the ADP done, the ADP chart done. Uh, I'm going to get the, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, the ranking tier update done on Friday. I have a draft Friday night, so I'm going to try and get the podcast, another podcast out uh, probably Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Um, actually, I might do it on Thursday because I, I don't have a lot of time before I have to uh, uh, get my rest, get ready for work and stuff. So probably expect one on Thursday. That'll be your third for this week. I am do apologize again for last week. Um, I should have had one out, but uh, like I said, I was fighting with that fucking Alexa. So it didn't happen. But until Thursday, you guys all be safe. Kiats and kittens. Love you. Bye. <laughs>